0: We're back to the Total Celebrity Show on the Total Education Network again. TotalTutor.net for more information. Twitter, TotalTutor, Neil S. Haley. Facebook, LinkedIn, Neil Haley. Instagram, TotalTutor. Pinterest, Neil Haley. And Google Plus, Neil Haley. And uh, this is definitely an author's corner segment as well. And to talk about. This man, and specifically how he's changed many different sports. Uh, He's a tremendous entrepreneur, uh, amazing guy for sure. Uh, He is the senior vice president of the Orlando Magic. He's now a member of the Basketball Hall of Fame, and he wrote a book that's very, very interesting. Twenty-one great leaders learn their lessons, improve your influence. Pat Williams, Pat, thanks for calling, and how are you,
1: Neil? I'm doing very well, and I appreciate the invitation. Look forward to our visit here.
0: Oh, absolutely, Pat. And and thinking about why write this book? I mean, I mean, you you're an author like almost seventy books. What gave you the idea for this book?
1: I've always been fascinated with with leadership, Neil, and uh, I speak about it a great deal and have written about it uh, many times. But uh, the the real issue here was uh, to examine who we felt were the twenty one most impactful leaders of history, you know, the last couple hundred years of history, and uh, what can we learn from them? More importantly, what lessons can we pass on to to our generation uh, based on the, the leadership style or the leadership effort of, of these legends? So we, we did a chapter on each one of them, and then at the end of each chapter, we list three or four or five Uh, leadership points or lessons that you can take and apply in your world of leadership. So there, there are a few aspects to this book that I think are different and unusual. And above all, you get a look, a really deep look at the 21 leaders we feel, you know, are the most significant that have crossed our paths or, or you know, or that there are, have been out there or still out there.
0: Uh, definitely Patton. When I was looking at the list, they are from a variety of backgrounds and, and social aspects as leaders in different fields. So that's the interesting part of this. And that bitch, they all have some similar qualities, don't they?
1: Yes, they do, Bill. And I'm convinced that, uh, or Neil, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm convinced that, uh, there's seven qualities that it takes to be a great leader. Uh, seven ingredients that uh, all great leaders have, whether uh, currently or uh, you know from history: vision, <clears throat> communication, people skills, character, competence, boldness, and a serving heart. So, so that's what we believe uh, really it takes to be a complete leader, and uh, that's what the point really I think that we're trying to get across in this book and examine these different leaders uh, based on their greatest strength as a leader.
0: Definitely, the, the the greatest strength uh, as a leader, and 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 I I like uh, the the part you talk about, servant, a servant's heart, to ba- basically go out there and know, uh, even as you're leading millions of people, possibly or 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 as many people, you always have that idea that you're willing to serve and help. I mean, because you're not going to be inspired by a leader if they're not going out there and trying to do what you're doing or understanding what you're doing, right?
1: yeah you know, let's talk about that whole issue of a, of a serving hearted leader uh, the, the mindset of a serving hearted leader is this it's it's not about me it's about you it's not about um, building my resume it's about building yours it's not about advancing my career goals but it's about advancing yours It's not about my success but it's the success of you and and this organization that I'm leading i I really believe that's how a serving-hearted leader thinks. Uh, he or she is not there to dominate people, uh, to intimidate them, uh, to um, browbeat them, maneuver them, manipulate no. them. That's not that's not the thinking, but it's always, you know, how, how can I best serve? And when a leader really grasps that concept, Neil, and puts it into practice, oh boy, that's when families change, and that's when... Uh, organizations change for the better. that's when nations change. I, I just don't think we can put enough emphasis on the the, the heart of service that great leaders possess
0: i I, I agree. Where do you think you learned this quality? What time period? Because think about the teams that you've been able to help grow to winners and looking at specifically finding the right players and cogs in certain organizations you've been involved with and all the way down to your days in baseball, and especially learning from great leaders. How, where do you think you learned that, that quality? Because I think that, I find that fascinating and interesting because you look at two of the leaders, Mother Teresa and Pope John Paul II, are on that list. And that could surprise people. For, for And I wanted to jump into that because that really interests me, for sure.
1: You know, they, they certainly would model uh, a serving-hearted leadership. Probably it came to a head for me, Neil, in my four years as the general manager of the Phillies Farm Club in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Uh, one of the owners of our team was a man named R. E. Littlejohn, who was really in the in the oil transportation business, but uh, loved baseball. And but as I spent those four years with him, it was uh, very obvious that this was a man with a serving-hearted mentality. Yes. Uh, people would come to visit with him, you know, pastors or businessmen or sports people or coaches, and you know just to sit at his feet and learn from him and study and you know and and have him help them uh, I mean he did this constantly and I saw it and I watched it and I and I noticed I didn't have a word for it then but that was a serving-hearted mentality as a leader I saw it there for those 4 years I was with him he didn't talk about it he didn't uh, have a name for it but he was practicing serving-hearted leadership constantly, and as I look back now, I can see that it was modeled in front of me for those four years.
0: And you were willing to work hard and and work hard for him, and I think that that's that's the key component. When you know that your leader is caring for everyone on the team, people are more willing to go the extra mile for you. They're more willing to do what it takes that's necessary, but when there's just fear, a lot of times fear leads to hesitancy and not you know, stepping up the game for your team for sure.
1: Well, well phrased, Neil. Well phrased. You're not going to really do a good job if you're constantly intimidated or fearful of your owner or your your boss. You know, that's a not a not a pleasant feeling to run around with a knot in your stomach all the time. Um, we we've got a serving-hearted leader now in in our owner, uh, prime owner, Rich DeVos. He is the co-founder of the Amway organization, and uh, models and practices serving-hearted leadership constantly. Not just with his work with Amway, but uh, we we see it here with the basketball team. Uh, that is ex- exactly how he goes about it. And when when you when you have a serving-hearted leader, boy, you you want to do the job for them. You work extra hard. Yeah, you, you really want to please that man or that woman. Uh, simply because uh, of their serving-hearted approach, and, and uh, they, uh, they, they they just set a standard that makes you want to really, really produce results for them.
0: And, and that's fascinating. And then there's seven areas which you talked about in your listing and I I, I want to go into specifically one of those areas and what that leader brings to the table because I mean everything, I think one if we go from serving but ultimately you're not going to be successful in business if you don't have a vision. Visionaries are people who can come up with an idea that's different than anybody else's idea and have the right team in place to be successful. You need all those skills you said to be a great leader and vision you talked about vision. Well, I the one person i bring up is sam walton and how much of a visionary he was and i'm sure you mentioned that in the book for sure in, in in the whole process of vision
1: sam walton is a good a good leader to study uh neil there's no question about it yeah he had a vision you know that little store of his up in northwest arkansas and uh and now the the worldwide empire uh, did, did sam see all that listen he probably did uh, he he had a, a big time vision, and and that's what great leaders have. Uh, he was able to communicate the vision. There's no question about it. And Mr. Sam had remarkable people skills. Uh, he was a man of character. You know, there were there were no character flaws in his makeup. Right. And the, and then competent, yeah. Very. He had competence. And boldness. Listen, you're not going to build an a, a, a empire like Walmart without a lot of bold decisions. And then the serving heart. As I, I, I study Sam Walton, I think he, he really possessed that. He was a seven sided leader, Neil. Mm-hmm. And, and, worth, and worthy of studying.
0: Well, I, I saw a documentary on him and everything, and we hear certain things about Walmart. But ultimately, what he tries to do is why it, it's a success. He looked at the customer. He looked at what's going to be the best for the customer to, to make it easier so that people that are not making as much money can still afford and be able to have other other money in their pocket, and plus uh, provide the right place uh, to grow in in, in certain ways as a family in certain things. So it's really interesting to look at all these leaders. And always, here's the funny part, if we, we go through that list of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, Theodore Roosevelt, Franklin D. Roosevelt, Harry S. Truman, Dwight D. Eisenhower, Ronald Reagan, Margaret Thatcher, that... Some of these leaders, Nelson Mandela, were not liked by everyone. So that I don't know. If, I don't know if that that where, where we put that involved that uh, situation. I think being bold, because if you're not bold and willing to continue to persevere through hard tasks and 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 have this belief it's going to be successful, you're going to give up if you have naysayers. Right.
1: Well, I think uh, yeah, you you've got to make tough decisions, and, and with that, you're going to have some disappointed people and. People who are not going to like it, but at the end of the day, I think George W. hit it on the head years back in uh, in Washington when he said, "I'm the decider. <laughs> I decide what's right." Well, that's that's what leaders have to do. If you, if you don't have a decider there, someone who's willing to make bold decisions, you know that organization is is not going anywhere. And uh, George W. took severe criticism, but he never backed down, and that's what we notice with great leaders. Uh, Neil, they they make those tough calls, those tough decisions, and have learned to live with them. And uh, they're not worried about their popularity. Um, if if you if that's what's driving you, popularity. I don't think you're going to be a very effective leader.
0: No, no, and and I think that's the biggest problem because you have to look what's best for your organization, for you and 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 the public and have success because at times some people aren't going to like you. And, and and that's just life. You can't please everyone. And and that goes back to another leader that you put out there, Mother Teresa. Uh, there were people that did not like her. You know, and she uh, she had to struggle many times to being persecuted and going through certain things just to continue for her vision that a lot of people around her, cause I saw her biography as well. So there's certain people I really have a good understanding of and that, that they looked at her like she was, she was foolish. What are you thinking? You need to get out of the streets of Calcutta and, and go to a, a, a nice place and be safe. You're never going to get the money needed for, for your, for your, for your missions and all these different, uh, charity of charity, charitable things. And he, she had the faith in God that it would happen. And it did.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's well phrased, Neil. And, you know, she was uh, reporting to a party of one. And she was there to, to serve the Lord. Uh, that was her calling. And uh, she knew there would be critics and, and those who would demean what she was doing. But I don't think it really uh, affected her. You know, she was there to do God's work on the earth. And that's that was her calling. And uh, she set an example for all of us. About serving others. uh, I think you could read and study her life and come away much better for it. By the way, John Wooden, the great UCLA coach, had two life heroes Abraham Lincoln and Mother Teresa. Oh, wow. Uh, The the third one was Billy Graham, but those are the three people that Coach Wooden really respected and looked up to. And uh, I visited his condo a number of times and. In Sino, California, you would walk in, and uh, there would be a, a display there at the entrance area of of Lincoln and Mother Teresa, pictures and books and so forth. You know, those those were two heroes of Coach Wooden
0: well that, that's that's tremendous uh, th- to talk about leaders and how we find and model people that we if we want to be a successful leader we got to study the the greatest leaders and see what those qualities and characteristics are and try to form those characteristics and qualities and you'd be surprised well what are you looking at mother Teresa for she didn't make any money well you, you got to look at what her mission and vision and what she where she was going in life and then that helps in, in, in so many ways Uh What would you say, who really, out of this list of 21, you're inspired most by on a daily basis? Would you say some of these that you really emulated yourself throughout your growth as a leader?
1: Well, I'd certainly put Walt Disney on that list, Neil. I moved to Orlando uh, 29 years ago to help start the Magic up as an expansion basketball team, but... I also got Disney eyes, and I kept running into senior Disney executives who had worked with Walt Disney back in California, and so I would always pick their brain. And uh, then I wrote a book called How to Be Like Walt, in which I interviewed or talked to just about everybody who knew Walt or had worked with him, and I was so fortunate to Get to those people before most of them have passed away since. And so I learned a great deal about this remarkable man, this remarkable American hero, about his vision and how he communicated the vision, his people skills, a man of great character. He was certainly competent and bold. Oh, my goodness, Neil, he would make tough decisions constantly. his, His staff would disagree with him, but, you know, he and when they did... Uh, he knew he was on the right track, <laughs> and so <laughs> the, the bold decisions that Walt made are just staggering. And I think he had a his heart was a heart of service. He he wanted to entertain people. Uh, he wanted to provide fun for as many people as he could. And and over the years, when you think about it, uh, Walt Disney to this day has probably touched more people in the world than anybody. That's Come along in the last hundred years, and that and that will continue. I think for probably as long as we have an Earth, you know, he he is never going away. The impact of Walt Disney is uh, is just staggering. So I was fortunate moving to Orlando to really plow into his life, and it, it's made a big difference for me.
0: Well, it seems like a lot, a big difference. Everyone needs to check out Pat Williams' uh, um, different. Information and see the amazing things that he's been able to accomplish in his career in in sports and and how he was this innovative thinker and looking at you in general all the different uh, characteristics that helped you become a great leader. Now, who do you hope? reads this book i know people that are want to be leaders any type of leadership position teachers anyone that has to to lead others uh definitely should read this book but who who what group of audience are you targeting the most do you think entrepreneurs do you think ceos what is your thought in this process of learning about all these fantastic leaders and well, Neil, utilize you these qualities? I,
1: I think i think the book uh will benefit people from uh junior high up to senior citizens, you know, we, we wrote it in such a way that, uh, you know, any, anybody can grasp it. It's uh, it's, it's, it's readable, um, uh, you know, for anybody, really. And uh, anybody who has some leadership potential or wants to learn more about this important art, uh, they're going to learn from 21 different leaders. And I think the key is at the end of each chapter, we uh, list the uh, leadership lessons you can learn from that particular leader. We list four or five after each chapter, so uh, I think that's helpful. People can see that and say, okay, uh, this is where I need to apply this to my life of leadership. So uh, I think that's uh, the best answer I can give to your question
0: i, I think and, and I agree with you as well we all need to be leaders we lead as a as as a as a as a parent we lead as a grandparent we lead as uh someone involved in the church whatever our leadership is what whoever we're leading because we all lead someone at one point in time that learning these these lessons these lessons and characteristics and building upon them will make you much more successful in life, not just in uh in business or in your job, but also at home, family life, all these different areas, because a great family needs a great leader, right, Pat? That's for sure.
1: I think you uh, you nailed that one. Uh, everybody listening to us here is in a leadership position, whether you're a father or a mother or a grandparent, uh, whether you are uh, involved in some part of your church or the pta or youth sports in your community uh, everybody's a leader and listen if you do nothing but lead yourself you're in the leadership business so i think it's important to learn all you can about leadership study great leaders uh, take what you can and apply them to your own life Uh, i i think all of those lessons are, are are vital
0: Absolutely. So where's the best place we can find information on you, Pat? Learn more about you. Purchase your book. Where's the best place we can purchase the book on Amazon or any bookstore? But where else can we find info on you?
1: Yeah, I think that's the answer. Amazon's a great way to order books. and Head to Barnes & Noble or Books a Million uh, and and get the book there. Or um, Barnesandnoble.com is an excellent way to do it and uh, people can always visit my website it's patwilliams.com and the twitter page is orlando magic pat yeah and uh I'd be happy to hear from uh, from your listeners.
0: Yeah, I was checking it out and saw the tweet when you were on Fox and Friends and stuff like that, so you're definitely a mover and shaker still with uh, the responsibility of the Orlando Magic. You keep busy for sure, Pat. Your, your your days must be, that would be an interesting thing to see a leader's day. How a great leader uh, is able to manage an entire day. I'm sure one of your 70 books you've you've written something about time management because <laughs> you're, I'm sure your day is very busy. So thanks for spending this time with me and i learned a lot uh about who you are and especially about the book and can't wait to read it this is one book that i get thousands of books in the mail every year and i have no time to read any of them well this one i'm picking up and reading so thanks again pat
1: hey thanks neil all right take care i'm I'm delighted we could visit and i appreciate this very much
0: well best of luck to you take care now okay all right thanks Uh, Neil. you're welcome bye-bye take care bye Bye bye-bye you're listening to total celebrity show and we'll be back in just a moment